The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Well, happy Saturday afternoon, everybody. If that is, if you're listening on a Saturday afternoon, some of you are listening in on podcasts, but welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. My name is Jim Moore. I'm one of your co-hosts. I also direct a resource organization called the R3 Collaborative, Mm -hmm. and my partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson, with Prison Mission Association. How's life in prison, Pastor? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I let you out for the show again. Yes, yes, they do let me out, which is great. Uh, And today I'm driving up from Chicago where I spoke at the Correctional Ministry Summit. I'm going to be speaking tomorrow at uh, Menominee Falls. It's called Falls Bible Church. Yeah. And then on the 26th of June, I'm going to be in Rush City, uh, the prison there for the you transition get, fair. You're like you're like Johnny Cash. You're everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> you get around. And if you don't know much about Prison Mission Association, we're talking tens of thousands of inmates that get Bible study courses with college credit. That's so right. PrisonMissionAssociation.org. Actually, it's PrisonMission.org. I got a shorter... Oh, you did? Website. Well, that makes it yeah, easier. Sure. Or Google Prison Mission yeah, Association. <laughs> okay. Either way, the Lord will lead you That's to Pastor right. Dwight. Yes. And, if, and they he know, is faithful. If, if you know anybody in, in, in prison that wants to do our Bible study and yeah. get mentoring. Excellent. And uh, we're, our goal is actually is to plant churches behind the bars, developing the leadership that. from within, helping inmates reach inmates for Christ. Wow. And so it's, uh, another, again, another Saturday afternoon or podcast, but we are picking up on the mentoring theme that we mm-hmm. touched on with Kevin Saunders of Upworks yes. last yeah, week. Yeah, it was great show If you missed week. that, all these podcasts, am980themission.com. But one of our heroes, at least mine, yeah. is here today. This gentleman by the name of Vince Miller, who's the founder of Resolute. Again, we're talking mentoring, but what I love about this and there's a lot of different kinds of mentoring, I guess. Some of it's Lone Ranger, right? Mm-hmm. You go out, you pick up someone at Teen Challenger, you and your gospel mission, and you mentor them. But there's the idea of working together in a structured program, in this case, more Bible study. I've known Vince for about a year now. We've been working on bringing Resolute to the curriculum of Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge and the Teen Challenge Leadership Institute. And so Vince was kind enough to come on the show and to talk to you not only about the tremendous resources he has that he can bring to your church and organization, but, but they're willing to come in and, and serve and support and, and help you out. So we just want to let people know about Resolute. So God bless you, my friend. Oh, Good to see you. Guys. Great Appreciate to have it. you here. Yeah. So I just seeded it a little bit, but can you start with big picture? We'll pop up to 10,000 feet yeah. and give us a big picture of Resolute, but then help us get to know you a little bit too and yeah. how this all came about. Well, I'll, I'll kind of start with my own personal story. So, I kind of like that. And that's a great place to start, right? Sure. That's what impassions Amen. us, right? So yes, sir. My, uh, my story begins, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, grew up in a fatherless home. Mm-hmm. Mom went through a couple of husbands, and by the time I was about 14 or so, um, my grandfather came over to the house one day and asked permission of his daughter to spend time with me. 
Mm-hmm. Now, this is a very unusual occurrence because my, my father was an atheist, mom agnostic, but my grandfather was a Christian. And I think in that moment, my mother caved. She realized that there was no man in my life, and she could tell that I was of an oh. age where I needed another adult male in my life, so she caved. And, you know, I ended up, my grandfather just kind of slowly stepped into my life. He started with picking me up from school, mm. and then that turned into me having mm. healthy meals once a day at his house with grandma and grandpa, and then oh. eventually it turned into me living at, in his home when I was a young teen. Oh, wow. So a huge spiritual influence in my life. My grandfather just came in at a very pliable, important, emotional desperate moment of my life when mm. I was lacking direction and stepped in and I came to discover by the time I was about 20 I came to make a profession of faith because of his personal wow. investment in my Crazy. life so, so your life great. is kind of like a parable or a metaphor oh, yeah, of can. the role a mentor can play right. in a young man's life wow. yeah that's it I mean it's exactly it my grandfather was the spiritual mentor in my life the reason that I came to faith mm. now the tragic part of the story is when I was 21 he was taken from me. Uh, his mm. his life was taken by cancer. He got cancer in his spine. Mm. And I just mm. remember that being such a pivot point in my life, guys. Mm. I mean, I, I looked down at my grandfather dying in a hospital bed, cancer in his spine, watching him painfully die with no hope. And over the next five hours that I sat there, I just thought about the man that, that loved me. Mm was now being taken from me. Mm-hmm. And it caused deep reflection. I prayed a prayer out loud in that moment that I have never forgotten. It, it almost terrifies me some days to, when I think about it. It went something like this. I said, God, for the rest of my life, I want to do for other men oh, my Lord. what my grandfather did mm. for me. Wow. And I didn't really understand what I was saying in that moment. I mean, mm. this was like a a serious commitment moment. Yes. I look back on it now much more with much more weight than I did right. then. But Whoa. then, but then I asked God for something. So I made this commitment and didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I, I asked God for something and I said, God, but would you please replace my grandfather to me in my life? Mm-hmm. And this was a significant commitment, you know, connected to a significant request. Right. And immediately leaving that hospital room, the funeral, et cetera, I went back to college. I changed my major from business to Bible. I started pursuing a Bible degree, met my wife, pursued seminary uh, up Mm. here in the upper Midwest, actually, um, and uh, got my seminary degree. But for 20 years, 20 Faithfully, two to five times a year. He's using hand signals now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's a wonderful yeah. presenter. You yeah. see him when he comes yeah. to your church. But yeah, 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 continue, right. continue. But uh, two to five times a year, I asked someone to mentor me, and no one ever did. Now, I was very mm. faithful to seek telling, that out. Telling, telling, telling. I got two excuses over 20 years. I bet you know what they are. Too busy. Too busy is one. And I don't know what to do is the other. When I managed Mentors for Teen Challenge, I heard that a thousand, from earnest people, I heard that a thousand times. Yeah, see, I'm looking at your face right now and I can tell you this is the exact same face I see when I share this message with people across the US. They look at me and they nod and they almost weep. Yeah, because it's tragic and yet it's such a barrier. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's the issue and, and I define Looking back on all this today, I, I define that that problem as 
there's apathy. Yeah. It's it's the great the great sin of mankind is apathy. It's that moment that we we look in the face of injustice or sin or even opportunity and challenge in front of us and we do nothing and say nothing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have time, I don't know what to do. I do nothing and I say nothing, which is the great sin of the Bible in Genesis 3, right? Yeah. Man yeah. is sitting there watching sin unfold before his eyes as yeah. woman engages, which is what women do. They engage, right? We know that. Yeah. And uh, man empowered with all authority over the domain of earth. He's been gr- given creative ability to speak and do, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. God gave him the ability to speak into life definition of life forms. Mm-hmm. And then here in this moment of sin and injustice, he does nothing and says nothing mm-hmm. when woman is about to engage with sin. That's right. And he watches it unfold. Mm-hmm. I think it's apathy that Satan is using to silence the voice of God in the world. Because mm-hmm. it's not when a man says yeah. something and does something that bad things happen. It's when a man does nothing and says nothing. So it's like a sin of commission and sin of omission. Yeah, you're right. Right? It, yes. it goes both ways. To yeah. say nothing yeah. and do nothing yeah. is as much of a sin. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Oh, my goodness. So if you're feeling guilty out there in your car <laughs> or podcast, know that you're not alone. <laughs> Me yeah. too. But and think a lot of times there's this earnest feeling, but I'm glad you brought up the boogeyman because there's a prince of the air out there mm-hmm. that's fighting the airways right now. That's and right. and it will get in and will seduce you into thinking that you're not equipped and you don't have the time. So right. listen closely to the rest of what Vince is talking about because he's going to show you some on-ramps to the freeway, access to his website, access to Vince himself. And folks, let's let's rise above this. Pastor right. Dwight. Yeah, if you're tuning in, this is a Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. And we're interviewing... Uh, Vince Miller, he's the founder of Resolute. So Vince, uh, tell us a little bit more about your program now and mm-hmm. how we can overcome the the problem that you just presented of not having enough time or too busy and then not knowing what to do. So what's the answers here? Yeah, I know. We, we need answers yes. to this whole <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> yeah, you so have I, some. That's why, yeah. that's why we're bringing that's why it you're up. Here. You're great, man. Well, I'm solving my own problem, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I set out to do was to solve the Amen. problem that I had. And uh, you know, five years ago, I just said I've had enough. I thought... I mean, mentoring is the issue. You called it the tip of the spear in the last program. I, it's I kind of dramatic, right, but right. I think it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's the number one most important thing for someone coming out of treatment or prison yeah. is a go-to person, AA, sponsor, 101. But you've taken it to a whole new level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm going to put it real simply for you. John Wooden said this. We all know who that is, hopefully. Uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame a couple of times as an athlete oh, and yeah. a coach, right? He said this. It's profound. Hear it very clearly. Everything I've learned, I've learned from someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is kind of mm-hmm. profound, and it's kind of a blinding flash of the obvious. Yeah, it's it's totally simple, right? Yeah. Everything you've learned, you've learned from someone else. Well, I, I came to discover that you know if I'm really going to solve my own problem, I'm going to have to resolve to take those two excuses off the table, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have time, and I don't know don't know what to do. Well, right. so I remember the last time I asked someone to mentor me, and he basically said he didn't have time, and I kind of walked out of the room, and I go, "This is a discipleship problem, mm. right? I mean, you can call mentorship whatever you want, leadership development training, discipleship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. They're all the same words." Just do something, <laughs> say yeah. something, right? Yeah. yeah right. So step up, man. yeah, step up and do something. And so I realized I was tired of asking other people, so I just decided to mentor other people. 
Okay. And five years ago, I do just what started, you were asking. Yeah, for. do what I was Ooh. asking for. I solved my own problem, and I discovered by solving my own problem yeah. that I created an incredible solution that wasn't my idea in the first place. Right? I, I didn't come up with this idea. Jesus came up with this idea. Yeah. Jesus hand selected twelve guys who he poured into over twenty two months. That's it. Twenty two mm-hmm. months. It wasn't forever. Right. It's not a forever relationship. It's twenty two right. months, and somehow he turned twelve guys into master mentors Mm -hmm. and jesus Mm -hmm. didn't do it by accident he planned it he didn't die on the cross one day look down at his people and go oops i should have mentored somebody right it was just intentional mentor yeah intentional purposeful strategic Mm -hmm. right i mean he he was tactical about it and what he did so i just started reading the new testament differently Mm. and i started reading it backwards is what i said i began at the end and said if Jesus created 12 disciples that were willing to die for him, mm-hmm. right? 12 guys that were willing to die for him, how did he do that? And I just walked backwards through it, mm-hmm. and I created what I did on our website is create Bible studies, videos and Bible studies that empower a man to play and pause a video and disciple men across the world. And mm-hmm. you folks, this is a wealth of material. It's like Vince is Jesus' answer to Stephen King. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> prolific. You amaze me. And and I'm looking at some books on yeah, the table, the one yeah. that you just came out with. Yeah, so yeah. help. how can people access this? Yeah. How would you like people to website? engage with this? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So our website is beresolute.org, beresolute.org. Which I'd sounds like good advice in itself. Yeah, just be resolute, man. Yeah. You know, I've... I, the newest book we have, and I'm gonna, I would love the listeners to get a copy of this, is called 30 Virtues That Build a Man. It's essentially a new series of books that I'm writing over the next few years, okay. and it's a conversational guide for mentoring any man. Hmm. I just truly believe, kind of like some of the resources that you use, Dwight, mm-hmm. that we can put resources in the hands of men and have them have a conversation about the Bible through right. simple questions wow. that's it two page chapters here not a lot to read if i could I make like it a that. pop-up book i would oh, right <laughs> you have an ebook two page <laughs> chapters yeah it <laughs> is in an ebook format as I, well. i'm not joking you yeah. have videos too i oh. mean you have different mediums yeah so you can that's reach good. people in whatever way they need to be reached and meet them where they're at exactly video audio book yeah. format whatever format you want we've got it I just want to put resources in the hands yeah, of men hmm. to take those two excuses off the table. And I make them simple. Like if you're looking yeah. at this book, I mean, I'm going to tell you, you could do this with your son. You could do it with men in prison. You could mm-hmm. do it with men in the military. You could give this away to gift as gift books to every man in your church, yeah. and it will bless their life, and you tell them to do two things with it. You either say, will you mentor me, or I would love to mentor you. That's mm. it. Using That's a cool. conversational guide right here. Be a good Father's Day gift. You know, I did this with my son pre-release, and it was probably one of the most emotional mm. moments of my life. You should see his face right now, <laughs> you guys. This I guy's remember for real, I, I opened up this very first lesson, and it's all just questions with some Bible text that guide him through the text. Mm-hmm. Very simple, very conversational. And I got done with my son, who is 17, and I said, what did you think? And he said this back to me. He said, Dad, I never knew that about you. And I realized I had created a story between two men. That's what I've created here, is a story between two men. So that I can walk up to a man like Jim or Dwight, who are further ahead of me in life, and I could say, will you mentor me? Show me what you Hmm. know 
about words like action, prayer, faith, repentance, identity, renewing. So when they knowing. say they don't know what to do, yeah. that's what these tools are for. It's that's, a how-to. You got to have the intention. Yeah. Yeah. But but there are tools. Yeah, it's tools. It's tools oh. to put in your husband's hand, in a man's hand, mm. into a guy going off to deployment, into his hand, mm. in a bunker with another guy, into a guy coming out of prison. Like we were talking with Kevin yeah. Saunders yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. You know, put this in the hands of men coming out of prison. I I would love to give this away to 100,000 men this year. I'd love yeah. to give it away to 100,000 men. You should do like a promise keepers thing. You yeah. Know, just, Get yourself a couple bank stadiums going on. Well, now, in the meantime, you can come into prison with me. We give them, we yeah, give out books. yeah. So go to yeah, prison. I'd love yeah, to. yeah. But in, and I'm talking to the audience now. Hey, folks out there, past we know a lot of pastors are listening. Vince, you're available, right? Yeah. You, to come out to Teen Challenge to I'm, a church to a men's group. How yeah. about a, you know some of yeah. those men's groups at some of these churches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm I'm heading to Word of Life Camp in New York uh, today. Actually, okay. I'm leaving today. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be in at a men's group in Wisconsin. I'm going to be in a men's group. I'm speaking at a church on Sunday morning, uh, yeah. coming up for Father's Day, which is just a week away. Right. Um, Good I, I speak all across the country. I'd love to come share and motivate the men of your church wow. to get mentoring because it is the solution to the ultimate discipleship problem. Mm-hmm. We need to be discipling the men of our churches. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And the men that live in our homes. Right. Listen, right. pastors, we'll help out. R3collaborative.org, we'll hook you up with Vince too. And so beresolute.org. Yes. And it, so if people kind of lose track or couldn't write that down, yeah. I, I, I try to experiment with different ways to find things Google if it. I forget website. Yeah. Well, Google Resolute, but <laughs> yeah. Google Vince Miller yeah. Resolute. Because Resolute, yeah. In, right. in, or yeah. Be resolute, but or VinceMiller.net no. will take you there. Oh, yeah. see, yeah. so no excuse right. that you don't have time or you don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> I love this it. is I love this it. is an That's easy on ramp to the freeway. That's yeah. great. So, can you talk to more about the resources and how they use? For example, yeah. earlier you were talking before the show that these programs, you a church or an organization can take on deliver, but you also raise up leaders that can come and help facilitate these. Yeah, absolutely. So I do three basic things. So I speak to groups across the country. That's number one, inspiring men and motivating them around the topics of mentoring, fathering, leadership, and discipleship. So those four topics. Mm -hmm. Big four. Yep. Number two, uh, we provide group curriculum for any church across the planet. So we have videos and handbooks, 70 different videos, 10 different series that guys can pick up anywhere and use in any men's group, plug and play, easy to do. Even a guy who doesn't who disqualifies himself from leading can lead one of our groups. Push the button. Push the button on <laughs> the TV. Yeah, yeah, as simple as that. <laughs> and then individual resources like this, 30 Virtues That Build a Man. I'm holding it in my hand right now. I'd love for people to get this in their hands. I'd love for them just to give it away yeah. as a gift book. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining okay. all of those, your books are also yes. on the site. They can yes. access to that information. Yeah, and I'm happy to come and visit a church to train men, to mentor other men. Mm-hmm. I have a three-hour training that I do live on the spot that we can do for any man. comes with a workbook, fantastic training. I can train a man in three hours to mentor anybody yeah. wow, that's in awesome. five lessons. That's and awesome. we, we actually have the training all on video on our website too. So, you know, I'm, I'm not wow. going to... 
I'm not going to put it, uh, make sure I want to make sure everybody can use any tool that we ever produce and all of it is wonderfully made. And let me reinforce that a little bit because in a previous life for decades, I worked in training development field and what Vince described to me is how this works is the best practice for corporate training and development. Uh And the whole idea is there's a video, but you don't just sit there and mindlessly watch a video. You pause it. So if you're the leader of the group, though, you don't have to memorize and have all of this information. The video, we used to call it video driven. You give them sound bites, you use the video, it engages them. Then you facilitate it. You ask questions, you engage the folks, right? So it's it's actually such a wonderful. So again, it takes away the I don't know what to do, you know, push the button. But you do got to step up. You know, you got to step up, right? You got to fight apathy. And I tell guys in the training, this is the biggest thing I think men need to hear. You need to stop disqualifying yourself. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. God lives in you. That is enough. That's right. That is enough. Holy Spirit. Get off the bench, get into the game, and start talking to people about your faith and mentoring them. Everybody has something to give. I mean, I, I, my, my grandfather. So this is a real short story for you. Please, please. So, yeah, do you want a testimony? We have yeah. a couple more minutes, so give us. Yeah, one. yeah. So short story here. So my grandfather taught me how to drive on a 1959 Chevy Apache pickup truck. Cool. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, super cool. Now here's what I, makes it I, super, super cool. He had it restored twice. He bought it in 1958 off the showroom floor. Oh, wow. Never been dinged. It originally, it was a tan color, right? And then he in the 70s, he had it painted gold metal flake. Metal, that was cool. Me- metallic, <laughs> metallic paint. That's amazing. Uh, super cool. And then when I was oh. about 15, he had it painted fire engine red chromed out everything nut and bolt restoration even the guys who restored the car said they've never seen a car without a ding in it not not an ounce of bondo on it so my grandfather taught me how to drive on that truck and said if i could successfully navigate Mm. that truck Mm -hmm. then he would give it to me when i turned 16. did he he did he did now here's what's crazy about it i got in this truck and there was nothing automatic about this truck i mean not a single thing and, uh, you know, it's got a three-on-the-tree transmission, bus-like steering wheel. I mean, it had a starter on the floor, for goodness sakes. I had to get out of this thing. I, 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 gr- I yeah, learned you, to drive you, in yeah, a yeah, similar yeah, truck, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bring back I, memories yeah, no, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I meet guys sometimes that said I learned how to drive in a car with a crank on the front of it. Yeah. So, you know, it happens. I'm not that old. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no. But no, I think it was about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is air with the starter on the floor, and, and it was just unusual. My grandfather uh, taught me how to drive in this truck, but he spent three hours with me every Saturday teaching wow. me how to parallel park this truck. Wow. Three hours parallel parking a truck that had nothing automatic on it, not a single thing. Right. right. Yeah. And uh, oh it was gosh. parking a beast. And you have to remember, I grew up in California. So. It was two months practicing in flat areas, and then you went to San two Francisco months, and much, on a hill. Exactly, wow. two months on two months on inclines, two months on wow. two months on declines. What you a know, thorough yeah, grandfather! Yeah, no, mentor. it was amazing. Now let me tell you what's amazing about it. My wife never met my grandfather, but she meets him every time we I'm take the truck. I'm kind of knowing him through you too. Yeah, well, you know, 
Every time we go out to eat in downtown Minneapolis and take the truck out. You still got this truck? You're no, still driving? I, I miss no, that I part. An, I, have a, I have some other trucks now. Oh, but, okay. Good. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, will you give me a ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. But uh, we go out to eat downtown. My wife will look at me and she'll say, you can't get this truck into that spot. And I'll say, watch me. Oh, my God. And in 22 years of marriage, my wife has never not seen me perfectly parallel park the very first time. Oh, my gosh. Well, I miss that part of the training. Yeah, every single time. And during those three-hour trainings, he showed me what it meant to be a son, a friend, a brother, a husband, and a dad. Mm. Amen. And those are the conversations we need to be having. You know, it's always done too soon, my brother. Yeah. But uh, would you, we have a few moments. Would you close us out in prayer? Absolutely. Thank and you then we'll, yeah, you bet. we'll get back to it. Thank yeah. You. So God, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to be with these great men and what they're living out by even just having these conversations on the air. I pray for those guys out there right now who feel convicted about this. I pray they move from feeling convicted to living with conviction in their lives by stepping off the bench and getting into the game yes. and mentoring, discipling. Mm-hmm. And developing leaders. In Christ's great name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, Vince. We'll see everybody next week. Amen. Thank you, Pastor.